It's the live podcast show. Here are your hosts, two guys and their fishbowl, Scott Atwood and Greg Gately. Ahoy, hoy, Disney fans, and welcome, entertainment fans, everyone in between. Welcome to the live podcast show, the podcast where we dive deeper into the magic world of Disney, pop culture, sports, and whatever else we feel like discussing. I am Greg the Fanatic, and our co-host, as always, from the House of Mouse Expo, the Main Street Mouse, Lost Princess Apparel, the Main Street Avenger himself, Mr. Scott Atwood is joining us as always. Hello, all. We will bring you the latest news straight from the Main Street Mouse and the Fanatics blog, from the opening of new attractions to the announcement of upcoming films. We will keep you up to date with everything happening in the Disney universe, in sports, in pop culture, in entertainment. We have news of the dead. I don't know why I sound so happy saying that. I apologize. That's morbid. Our wildly popular WTF Disney segment, Scott. Can't say it because then we got to get another parental dis- advisory. Furthermore, we will discuss in the Disney news the opening of Journey of Water inspired by Moana, the Disney 100 celebration across the universe once upon a studio. But before we do that, let me introduce you to the man I've already introduced once. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend and yours, Scott Atwood. Scott how are you doing today, my friend? I'm great, buddy. How are you doing, Greg? I am in a jovial mood. That's good. I'm happy. Aren't you always? Uh, no, I'm exceptional today. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to be I, fun. Oh, Does this have anything to do with the jersey you have on? Uh, no, fillies? no, no. This has to do with... Um, so you and I, you have no clue where I'm going. You're Not like, a oh, clue. no. Yeah, but um, I always worry. You and I get together uh, with our families and friends, and you... You guys, the Main Street Mouse, Lost Princess Apparel, House of Mouse Expo, have a lot of a plethora of friends who want to get together and have uh, drinks or dinner or something. You guys always try to oblige because you're a community. Yes. So as a community, once in a while, people are like, hey, come on out and let's grab a dinner. And the other night, a friend, uh, which we became friends with too, Claire, Mm -hmm. uh, asked us to go down to, um, what was the? uh, Walk-ons. Walk-ons Sports Bar. Yes. now, what people don't know is you and I will sit next to each other at dinner and have, I will have a, a, a adult beverage. Yes. You do not. No. Um, but you and I will talk. The conversation will go from Everywhere. sports to back end of websites to Disney to Marvel to whatever else is going on around the world. And mm-hmm. then it will go on to wherever because you and I can talk like that. We can. And we just go from topic to topic without a pause. Right. Hence why we do a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> like it just makes sense, people. So we were sitting there at dinner, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. I need to know what you were trying to say at dinner because out of dinner, there is a brand new character on our show. Finally. Hey guys. Hey, it's me, Kevin. From the Magic Kingdom, the bear. I will be there at uh, House of Mouse Expo 2024. uh, Was it March 2nd and 3rd? As a bear, who knows how I know what a date is. But uh, hey, thanks for having me. It's Kevin from the Magic Kingdom. Thanks for having me, guys. (laughs) So we'll go from characters like that, which are uh, a little strange. I don't know, man. Whatever goes on in my head. So I need to know what happened the other night that you were trying to explain something, and I'm not throwing you under the bus. No, you're not at all. 
not at all. I, I would never do that to Scott. I would never do that to anybody. But um, there's a new character joining us. There is. So if you recall last week's show, yeah. we had mentioned something about being, I don't want to say it wrong, emo. Yes. It was mentioned by emo. And then you started singing. Um, oh, My Chemical Romance. My I Chemical Romance. Black Parade. Black Parade. You started singing it. Yeah. And, and I had said something about, oh, the cure makes you sad yeah, and yeah, depressed yeah. and all makes this other stuff. So I was trying to explain to people at the table because the podcast hadn't come out yet, I don't believe, or was getting ready to drop and hadn't come out yet and they hadn't heard it. And I had said that you had called me emo and I accidentally said emu. Yeah. Which we know are two different things. And emu is a lightless bird. No, not emo. <laughs> but here's the problem. So, I, and I'm not going to bring up, but a, uh, a relative of yours. Yes. <laughs> Was sitting next to us. The oldest one who lives off. Yes, 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 yes. Was sitting next to us, and um, I all of a sudden this emu became a character, and all of a sudden we now have. Hey guys, it's me, uh, Andrew the emo. I don't know, life's tough. Are you laughing? I'm trying to forget. I just like Fallout Boy, that's all. And I don't really like them either. I mean, they're just, uh, they're just a band I listen to. So just sit in the dark. Anyway, that was, uh, Andrew the Emo came out of that <laughs> because Andrew <laughs> was sitting with us and you know how our brain works. Yes. Like all of a sudden it became a skit. We have a new bit. And, uh, so welcome to the show, everybody. Andrew the Emo. Ooh. I, just, I, I really don't want to be here. I just want to, I just want to curl up in my, in my blackness and sadness and my snuggly bank bit. Okay, it's not really snuggly. It's hard and coarse. And... All right, Andrew, you got, you got to go. You're too sad for us. But anyway, he's bringing me down. <laughs> we're not making fun. Okay, we're making fun of emos, and I don't mean to. No, we're not making fun of it at all. It's just. Maybe we're making fun of Fallout Boy. Actually, I don't even think we were going to. I thought the joke was going to get thrown back at me for pronouncing it wrong. No, it, it. And it didn't because Andrew dresses like that style. Not to, not to say that. No, Everybody no, no. My oldest in, son does yeah. also. I, and we're not throwing anybody no. in the bus. We love them unconditionally. Right. But there is a different style nowadays than what you and I grew up with. Big time. And it is the beanie hat and it's the hair covering the one eye. Yes. And it's very, it's an emo look. It is. And it's not that our kids are emo. Like, no. No, we're not. Andrew listens to some of the most amazing music. Like, you can sit with him and he understands music. All music. All genres. I, everything my son vlad he understands all genres he, not only that but he's amazing at video games these kids are not emo in any no. way emu no. not emo 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 not emu the emo <laughs> hi guys it's me emu <laughs> andrew the emu emo emu so um, that's hard to say a hundred yeah, times he'll be uh stopping by and singing fallout boy once in a while but um other than that I did. Sorry, that was the longest segue ever. So Walk-On's not a sponsor. <laughs> not even close to being a sponsor. Um, great food, though. Great food. It's a sports. If you've never been there, I know they're popping up franchises all over. It's owned by Drew Brees, who played for the New Orleans Saints quarterback. Um, yeah, I know. I feel the same way. But his food's good. Great segue. Let's go to football. Oh, I know. We, Ladies and gentlemen, we will get to Disney in a second. But I, I need to hear because both Scott and Michelle, you both went to the Lions game here in Tampa Bay. Yes. 
What it happened, was, man? Oh my I, the pictures coming out of there were insane. As a Detroit, let's just put it out there. Scott, you are a huge Detroit Lions Huge fan. Detroit Lions fan. So we get to the stadium and we're driving around looking for the parking because we had prepaid our parking lot. We're driving around and you, we see so many Lions jerseys everywhere. It was incredible. The amount of, because it was a creamsicle game for Tampa, which means they had on their orange uniforms. So a lot of the fans wore the orange jerseys. And the Lions fans, though, I would say walking in, you would have thought it was 50-50. Right. I honestly thought it was a Lions home game almost. The amount of blue I saw going into that stadium. So that's what I've noticed this year on the Lions because I don't pay attention to football. I just pay attention to fantasy football. Right. But I've noticed that like every stadium has been filled with Lions fans this there year. There is Green Bay. They really did in Green Bay yeah. when they played them a few weeks ago in Lambeau. Um, that actually the Green Bay Packers fans have put out a note, do not sell your tickets to Lions fans because they did not want blue jerseys in the stadium. That is so um, childish. But there was a lot we of Lions We don't want there. the opposing fans. Because people watch a game, man. It, it doesn't is. matter who it is. We talked to a few people in the stadium who were Tampa Bay season ticket holders. Right. And they said they had never, in the history of going to games at Tampa, have never seen that many of the opponent team fans in a stadium like wow. it was there. I would say when we were in the stadium, it was probably four to one. Four so, Tampa for every Lion fan. Uh, I would imagine Tampa, Tampa has not been selling well on a lot of stuff, uh, no. sports ever since um, Brady. Tom Brady, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Tom left, and uh, I'm sure their yeah. season ticket holders went down. They still have a good team, there's no doubt. Now, being a, a baseball team. fan, I watched the uh, the playoffs, and mm -hmm. Tampa Bay didn't even sell like 19,000 tickets, no. and that like all the upper decks were empty. That was sad. It was sad. Yeah, like meanwhile, Philly is like they are charging a hundred times with face value and yep. it's sold out all year and it's hard to get a ticket. Yeah. So we'll just keep watching. So anyway, Lions, they did amazing. They did, did they, great. They walked out with a win. 20 to six. We won the game. Um, Michelle was nervous a few times during the game. I was like, it's early. Just relax. We got this. We didn't give up a touchdown. Uh, speaking we speaking of that, who, uh, who, who went live on your Facebook? That would be Michelle. Yeah, that was the worst camera angles. I, I was like, what am I looking at? It was like, there's the back of a guy's head. There's like, I couldn't see any football going on. I was like, what are we, why, what, who is, do, how drunk are you? <laughs> and I, She wasn't drinking. I know, you guys don't really, I was like, man, this is Actually, crazy. So she did buy one drink and they had one of those yardstick frozen drinks. So the really tall, skinny drinks. Oh, oh yeah. And she, so she ordered the drink and it was some kind of margarita mix with strawberry, watermelon, mar I don't know. She ordered that and she's like, is it strong? They're like, no, she's like, you can add a shot of Bacardi. So Michelle had a shot of Bacardi, oh. not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> and she paid for the drink and it was like $45 <gasps> for this drink. And even the cup. So it was, came in like a collectible souvenir cup. Had nothing to do with Tampa. Had nothing to do at yeah, all. It probably like said it, Bud Light on it. It, didn't, it had a small, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> And Every so, time we name something, it's like, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Oh, don't want to get in trouble. So she gets back to the seat. She goes, this is the worst drink I've ever had in my life. And wow. she uttered that a few times where she paid that for a drink. I went over and got a slice of pizza and a Diet Coke, and it was like $32. Jeez, um, but at least I, my Coke was good and my pizza was decent. Not a sponsor. Mm -hmm. Not a sponsor. It was Little Caesars Pizza, which is from Detroit, not, which was kind of fitting. Not we definitely, we don't. Listen, of all pizza places, we don't want to sponsor it. That is number one on my list. No Thank you. Anyway, I, what's great, and I apologize to everybody for us talking about sports so early, but yes. um, sounds like a great weekend. It was fantastic. It, it was, I was ecstatic all weekend because being the Lions fan I am yeah. and the way they're playing this season, we are right now tied for first in the entire NFL. Um, there's a handful of teams that are five and one, and we are one of them, and I'm just ecstatic about that. We are rooting for you. 
Appreciate and uh, hope you guys have a good season. Thank you so that much. That is the best I can say. On Do we want football. to talk about your team right now? Nope. We'll I'm, talk about that later. We'll talk about that. Okay. I don't want to jinx anything. Gotcha. I will just say uh, it is Red October in Philadelphia, and uh, the town is just crazy. Oh, I bet. Philly backs their team stronger. And we have one of the, if not the best, home field advantage. And most places are like, there's no such thing as home field yeah. advantage. No, try and play at Citizens Bank Park in Philly. But game two is tonight for the National League Championship, championship Series. So I don't want to get too jinxy. I'm like, right. we're up one nothing. Everything's good. And it's in Philly good. tonight. Uh, it's in Philly. So last year, um, I apologize. I wasn't going to get into this. So last year, we made it into the World Series. Right. We were the last wild card team. We were not supposed to make it. So when we lost in game six last year in the World Series, I was like, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, I was not upset. I thought I was just amazed that we got it that far. We were the underdogs. This year, people are like, yeah, well, they, they should be the ones who win everything. You would think. And I was like, no, 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 no. Do not put that pressure <laughs> on me, yes. on my team, or on anything around you. So mm -hmm. I'm playing it cool. Yeah. I don't know how much longer I can play it cool. There's a lot of hand-wringing. It's the most enjoy. Like, this, is, you have no clue how much I just enjoy. October baseball oh, is the best. so good. And then it's like, watching it living at Disney World and then mm -hmm. watching it back home and watching yes. the fans. I was just like, I'm literally waving my towel, wearing my jersey. I represent Philly. You I have. bleed red with everybody else. That's awesome. Obviously. I'm rooting for you guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. So anyway, my friend, I want to talk to you about one more thing before we get Michelle. Like, I, this is going to be a long episode because you and I a have long. a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I say we uh, never get to Holly and I went over to Planet Hollywood here at Disney Springs the other yes. day. And we were invited over. Not a sponsor. <laughs> close. Maybe. Close. Maybe one day. I don't want to say anything. I love them. We love you. By the way, Planet Hollywood, mm. we love you. We Very love nice. Chicken Guy. We do love Chicken we Guy. We love Earl's Sandwich. Love Earl's Sandwich. Love the whole place. Yeah. We love the owners. We also love, love Buca de Beppo, even though it's not at Disney Springs. They own that too. I will absolutely Buca de Beppo. Um, anyway, Planet Hollywood. <laughs> uh, so Taylor Swift, uh, Swift, the Eras Tour. Uh, concert movie premiered at Disney Springs. I mean, they premiered across the world, but right. they played it at Disney Springs. Planet Hollywood is across the street from AMC exactly. 24. So they had what they called Taygate. <laughs> it was a Taylor Swift a tailgate. Taygate. Yeah, uh, no, okay. no Kelsey guy. Oh, oh. No, no Taylor Swift. But they had, like, they were had drinks, they had mm -hmm. music, they had karaoke, they had, wow. like, uh, your best lip sync battle. Oh, wow. It was, I got to say, not my thing. I like, I, I'm, and I'm not saying anything wrong against Taylor Swift. You're a closet Taylor Swift. I am a, I love T-Swizzle. I love T-Swizzle. Scott. Also not a sponsor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we wish she could T-Swizzle, you want to sponsor this? I would love you for, no, I, uh -huh. I really enjoy her. Okay. And once in the future, remind me, I will tell you about the time that when I was with the band I worked for. She was the opening act. Oh, wow. very yeah. talented girl. Very smart business wise. She's Ooh, really so smart. She's really done well with. The, I mean, the music is great. People love the music, but business wise, the girl is so smart. Just genius. So she is. Uh, yeah, take eight. We got over there. Thank you, Planet Hollywood. Uh, seriously, if you guys want to, uh, Stargazers Lounge. We're mm -hmm. going to be over there for the Ryan Cabrera Halloween yes, we uh, are. karaoke. Yep. So we're looking forward to that. We really enjoy going over there. If you guys are coming down here to Disney World. Disney Springs, if you're looking for a fun place to go, Planet Hollywood is the place to go. It and is. again, not a sponsor. This is just 
enjoying yeah. what they've they've done for us, what we ha- we try and help them out. Mm-hmm. Not even help them out, like they can sell whatever. Right. But it's just a, uh, getting to know what's going on locally and stuff. So exactly. And there's so much going on down at Disney Springs. Sometimes you need to let people know oh, what's going on. Different so venues. much going on down at Disney Springs. So, well, that will lead us into our first commercial here, Scott, and then we will bring on the queen herself who she's she's going to get mad at me today she's going to get really mad at you from the joke i said earlier see what this happens but let's bring in michelle we'll be right back folks are you a disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans your search ends here get ready for house of mouse expo 2024 taking place at the osceola heritage park event center on march 2nd and 3rd tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com this extraordinary fan event was conceived by scott and michelle atwood from the main street mouse to provide a welcoming home for disney fans and aficionados of all things disney it's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. Greetings, Disney enthusiasts. You're now tuned in to the Disney News, where your host is none other than Michelle Atwood, a true luminary in the Disney realm. She's the driving force behind the Main Street Mouse and Lost Princess Apparel, embodying the spirit of a Disney princess and pioneering the world of Disney media. Ladies and gentlemen, the queen of the tournament the princess of the Disney universe, the reporter extraordinaire of Fox 35, the voice of the radio of WDBO, ladies and gentlemen, of all is I present to you the one, the only, you realize it gets worse every week. I'm, it's, by the time we're done, it's going to be 30 minutes of just your intro. The show is going to get extended almost a two hour window. Just for, just for my intro. Yeah. Nobody ever says the most wonderful things about me as you do. So thank I, you. And I mean them all. Like it's not BS. Like I, I truly respect everything you've done. Like, I, and I, I've said this before and I want to make sure people understand this. The reason I do this and the reason we're down here is we watched what you did, what a few other people did. And so the respect, they may be joking, but there is pure respect about everything we say. So I I want people to understand how much we respect the Main Street Mouse, Lost Prince of Peril, and Michelle, and both Scott Atwood. Both of you guys are amazing. Well, that's wonderful. And now you're making me blush. (laughs) And for the record, I wrote that intro. Yeah. That wasn't Greg. I came up with You guys were teasing me earlier. No. Right? Real now. <laughs> it's real now. Yeah. It's all real. The princess extraordinaire. <laughs> no, hardly. The queen of okay. the tournament. No, come on. Should we explain the queen of the tournament and what that was? You know what? Yes, uh, now that you're on here. So last week, Scott was caught playing with his toys, sitting crisscross applesauce. <laughs> this week, it's on Michelle. It go is. Ahead. So a couple years ago, Michelle and I got invited, and the boys got invited to go to King Arthur's Medieval Tournament, Medieval Times medieval Tournament times, yeah. on uh, 192 in Kissimmee there. And we're sitting there. and we're Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. And we enjoyed 
Yeah. You eat with your hands while you're drinking your diet Coke or Pepsi. It was Pepsi because I was unhappy. Because they had that in medieval times. Pepsi, Pepsi was a huge thing in medieval times. I, I, I still wouldn't be happy then either. No Coke, <laughs> no go. <laughs> it's like the princess and the pig. Like, I'm telling you, she because she could lay on 20 pillows and be like, there's something wrong. You want to hear Pepsi. something funny? Pepsi. My mother I, used to read me that book all the time. The Princess and the Pea was one of my favorites. And yes, and I hate Pepsi too. But anyway, go on. So anyway, the <laughs> tournament's going on. I believe we were sitting in the red section. Right? We were in the red section. All of a sudden, the tournament wins. Our knight wins the tournament battle. He comes riding up on his horse. And he presents Michelle with the sash of the tournament. He is crowned queen of the tournament of medieval times. She received a sash, said queen of the tournament. And she proudly walked out of that place with her sash. You know what? Respectable, because I've always sat in yellow. And yellow never wins. They're like, nah. But look, do you, still, you still have the sash, don't you? I probably have it somewhere. Um, and we've only been there the one time. So that was a lucky one that out of the whole whole room that they picked me to be the queen. Totally random. So I feel like if I go back again, that wouldn't happen a second time. But yeah. well, there's no guarantee. That there's won't. no guarantee. I, I'm guaranteeing you that's happening again. <laughs> we, we should all go, Scott. We're applying for media. <laughs> Speaking of media. Let's get on to the Disney news here, Michelle, because there has been a lot going on. And uh, I don't want you to get in trouble by Scott and I bantering too much off of the course of how things should be done and stuff. So <laughs> the opinions of Greg and myself are of me and Greg only and not of Michelle. Scott and I veer off on topics all the time. It's kind of like our thing. So don't feel bad. It just happens. <laughs> yeah. What's great is I, I'm now in the middle of this just going, oh no, where do I go? With this? <laughs> Normally Scott's playing with his toys. I, it's only just you and I having the conversation. Throwing Scott and I'm confused and a little intimidated. And usually if we veer off topic, it's still okay. You're not going to get trouble at Disney. If me and Greg veer off topic, you're in trouble. Well, here's the thing. Not to be sassy pants over here, but I'm not employed by Disney. I'm employed by myself. So I really do have opinions that are my own, believe and it or I, not. <laughs> can I just say thank you so much for giving us your opinion? I know. Yes. Look, and I'm not saying anything out of turn. We to, not toe the line, yeah. but we, we want to look, our job kind of is to sell Disney and to make it into this magical thing. And hence Disney has us come out. We love doing what we do. We love going to Disney, but sometimes we have opinions too, and we are allowed to express them. For many years, we, we kind of had to put, hide them under the rug. Mm -hmm. We didn't want to upset certain people. But now, someone like you, I can't. I can do it because I'm not. But you I, are now free to do it because you have done this for so long. The respect that people have for you. And so this is why we need you for the Disney News and your opinion. Because your opinion actually is what I'm looking for. Okie dokie then. <laughs> so on those notes... Michelle, what's going on here at, uh, at the Disney company? Well, the only real thing that's really going on or with what has been talked about most is um, Dis the Walt Disney Company's 100-year anniversary, which is all the buzz this week. Um, they had that special on ABC. Oh, and oh, Okay. So let's, let's talk about that. Let's stop right there because I, I want to hear your opinion on Once Upon a Studio. Okay. I will fully admit I'm a grown man just about to hit 50 
and cried like a little biatch. <laughs> um, (laughs) i like i was a blubbering mess yeah so um to rewind a little bit uh last in september at destination d23 at the contemporary they showed us the short in the room now they were very serious about keeping it under wraps they had somebody walking around checking for phones they told everybody to put your phone away you couldn't even be like just browsing or whatever right um, because they didn't want it to, to leak out. So I got to see it in, in September and it made me cry pretty hard, but there was a lot of people in the room that were crying also because it was just so touching. And especially the part where Mickey's talking to Walt that, that was done after that. That's done. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's a special moment. It is out now. Yes. Uh, it premiered Sunday. Yes. On wonderful world at Disney. Yes. And now is available on Disney. It's on Disney Plus and Hulu, I believe, isn't it? Yes. Okay, so here's what here's what we were kind of talking off before talking about off the air. Um, so the version I got to see um, at Destination D was with um, Richard Sherman in Walt's office playing on the old piano. Oh, wow playing um, Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins. So I was looking for that online today because I saw it and I've seen people write about it, but I can't find that video and it's very strange. Maybe that's why it was special for D23 members. Maybe that's why, because you were in the room, that was a one-time thing. that And then maybe D23 will release that in the future. But I have a feeling we've done D23 events where they'll do just something special for the people in that room. And that's what makes it special. Why do you want to buy a ticket? You're going to see the Richard Sherman sing uh, Toppins or. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So good. But yeah, but you would figure. So people are writing about it. So I know it's out there. Um, yeah, because people recorded it in the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I personally did not. No, 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 no. I was not saying you, but I, I've seen video yeah. of, of what happened in that room. And people were like, look, you, yeah. I don't yeah. know how people did that because it was like the secret service and they're walking around looking for phones. It was crazy. And there was, was a couple of times they said, no phones, put your phones away. And people like had, you know, were, I don't know if they were playing a video game on their phone or whatever, but they would walk around and say, put that away. I mean, yeah. they were very serious about it. Remember the time when they used to make us put our phones in bags? Oh gosh. Yes. I hated that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, I would rather have the bag thing or I want these big guys walking around in the, like they all have earpieces in and like suits. It looks right. like the vice president's walking around. Right. You know, D23 uh, Expo was a good example last mm-hmm. year. Like we would sit in that media row yeah. and they would just come up. And, and it wasn't like, hey, it was one guy one time. No, it was a constant pace back and forth. So you were like, ah, I don't know. Okay, I'm just hands in pocket. Right. I had to sit on my hands so I didn't get in trouble last year. It's right. almost like they they didn't trust us before, made us put everything in a plastic bag. But now are they are they testing us out for the honor system? Like we're going to let you control yourself, but we're still going to bust you if we see you not totally. That's the how line. they uh, that's how they weed out the bad it's media. Right? Folks. They're like, nope, you're good. Um, yeah. So once upon a studio, I thought was brilliant. I loved it. We watched it on the uh, Sunday night. We mm-hmm. and then they played it twice. So they played beginning before Encanto and then they played Encanto. We got sucked into watching Encanto. Like I've, you and I actually watched Encanto together. We did. I forgot about that. I know. And it, it was you, I, and Panda. Yes, we did. I forgot. 
forgot about that. That was a couple. <laughs> and then you guys ago. saw the haunted mansion without me, also. Yes. Oh, all right. Don't you guys went to, oh. with Alan to see that? Don't be bitter. Wow. <laughs> Whose name is on the site? Oh, see, they both shut up. <laughs> Technically, I bought the name. <laughs> Technically, wow. I keep it afloat. So there's yes. that. All right. We don't need any marital issues going on here. Uh, that is Mr. House of Mouse Expo, which I'm super proud of him for. Because I could not do it myself because I have no organizational skills whatsoever. Neither do I. Yes, you do. Yes, you you do. are one of the most organized people I've ever met in my entire life. Have you seen our garage? <laughs> that means nothing. It's this online. You're like, you're putting together an expo for like 10,000 people are going to show up. Forget are selling garage, major I mean. tickets. If we have 10,000 people show up, I will be, I will. No, 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 no. There is going to be over 10,000 because we're going to make it a, we are personally going to have our fans who listen to this episode out at every show because we're going to open this show up with a live That's product. Right. And so all like, 17 of you better be there. <laughs> We're taking attendance when you walk in the door. All of you. I, I, I know who's downloading this show. Um, anyway, Michelle, what else do we have going on at Disney? Because I could talk about Once Upon a Studio all day. Like, I personally, and I'm going to throw this out there, I did a character list on it. You did, yes. Spent, I'm going to put Holly here because she helped me put it together. But we got 543 of the characters plus the three that weren't named. Wow. And it was a labor of love. So let me ask you a question because I was um, looking online today as I usually do for news and such. And I saw Jim Cummings, who is going to be at the House of Mouse Expo, mm -hmm. you know, shameless plug, um, put out that. Uh, Not a sponsor? Not a sponsor, but is a sponsor? We should get him on the show. We should find out if House of Mouse sponsors this episode. House of Mouse. I could, I could talk to somebody. Okay. Okay, we're going to say it do. does. Um, but Jim, <laughs> Jim Cummings. Put out on uh, X, formerly Twitter, um, they forgot somebody in, you know, in, in the big poster and everything. Yeah. So I saw people commenting, trying to figure out who, and they said Darkwing Duck was he <gasps> one of the ones that got forgotten. Oh, you want to know who else got forgotten? Because I, I have the full list. Tell me, who else forgot? Chernabog. Oh. No, he was in it. He's not in the poster. Not oh, he's the in the poster. He's, he's in the store. Uh-huh. Sure. Yep. So he's not in the poster. Uh, Merlin's teapot. Oh, with a sh little sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He missed it. And Spike the Bay. They are in not the, in the poster. They're in the short, but they're not in the not poster. The poster. So, who is was he referring to? Darkwing Duck? Is that what he was talking That's about? That's his voice. I mean, he is. Darkwing I didn't Duck, see so Darkwing Duck in the episode. I didn't see him in the episode. I, I, I haven't looked at the poster to be honest. I haven't really looked at it yeah. to see who's on it, but he. Darkwing was not in the short. Yeah. No, because so, I made Scott watch it today because I was hoping to see the Richard Sherman part, but no such luck. But he did like, you like the short, right? It was cute. It was cute. It should have had some Marvel characters, but I'm okay with oh that. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Like it was about Disney animation. But What's wrong with you? Not everything needs to be Marvel. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> As I'm looking at like a wall of Marvel. You're in a Marvel room right like, now. Maybe I should shut see up. What I, see what I live with? It's Marvel, Marvel, Marvel all the time. I love Marvel. You love Disney. That's what yeah. makes it work. My house is all my little pony. <laughs> and the Care Bears. Care Bears. Okay. And gummy, gummy bears. bears. Gummy Bears. I eat Outs those. in here and there and everywhere. High <laughs> adventure that's beyond compare. This is turning into like a, a song. I'm the gummy bears. <laughs> Kevin. Hey, Kevin. How you doing? 
Hey guys, it's me, Kevin, singing the Gummy Bear song. Hey, you can join me, the bear, from Magic Kingdom at House of Mouse Expo 2024, March 2nd and 3rd. <laughs> you know, people are going to be showing up looking for that bear. <laughs> we'll have autographs. <laughs> We're going to get shirts printed. <laughs> Nobody's gonna want to see me and the emo emo because uh, I may not make it that far, guys. I don't know. Life's tough. <sighs> emo emo. I love it. If his eyes are covered with his hair, he might not be able to find the venue. I think that's what the point is. Come on, playing the cure at the after party. <laughs> Oh, man. I can just see someone coming in. Hey, guys, uh, listen, I'm here to see Kevin, the bear from the Magic Kingdom. He had to leave. Yeah, like, That's a VIP oh, no. experience. You have to pay extra to yeah, see yeah, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Bear. How funny would that be if we added, like, a VIP experience to meet Kevin the bear from Walt Disney? Dude, I'm, what about, like, you know, the alligator places that bring out, like, live animals? There's you guys be. were at an expo the other day that had live animals. Yes. Yes, at Spookala, they had, uh, I can't remember the company that brings out, but they actually will be at Spooky Empire also. Can we figure out they have a bear that we can get? <laughs> nobody's going to allow a bear at the expo. I have actually, I've seen it where they bring out the movie star type animals and they'll bring oh. them in cages and you can get it because lions years ago in Detroit had those come to a game and they had a bear out there and you could actually go in the cage, sit next to the bear, they took your picture and then you got out. Isn't that dangerous? I guess. This was, before, bear. this was before the whole Siegfried and Roy thing happened. That was there was tiger. a Old Navy commercial <laughs> that happened. The Navy commercial? Old Navy commercial. The Old Navy chimpanzee that ripped the face off. Oh my oh gosh, my. yes. That chimpanzee was an Old Navy commercials. Was that the lady who was like, it's part human. I love it. It's my son. And then it ripped her face off. Yeah. That was wow, awful. That was dark. <laughs> Where's the Yeah, guys. I don't know. I like when I see other people rip people's faces off. It just makes me happy. Not happy, happy, but like, I don't know. <laughs> Andrew the emo emu is uh, kind of depressed today. He's lighting his incense. He's Bring sitting in his room. Um, wow. Um, <laughs> so what else is going on in the Disney universe? I mean, I know we have the opening of Journey Water. Yeah. Inspired by Moana. Yeah. Yep. yep. You're welcome. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> the Disney 100. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did we talk about the Moana thing? I think we did. Uh, we talked about Moana before, but it's yeah. like it's open now. Just in case people were wondering, it is open. It is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's open to the public. Yeah. As of yesterday, it was part of the Disney 100. Right. Yeah. Okay. And. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's on virtual queue, so it's not like you can just walk right through it. You have oh, to. Oh, see, I didn't camera. know that. Really That's kind of silly, don't you think? Oh, I hate. I okay. I'm not saying I hate it, but I understand virtual queue. But you have a walkthrough attraction. All you're doing is walking. You're not in a cart or a poster or anything. Mm -hmm. You're walking. Why do they have to do that? Because there's people who are going to stop and they're going to admire it for a half an hour, <sighs> and then okay. it's going to hit capacity. So here's here's where I poke the bear. Kevin? Oh, guys, don't poke me. Um, <laughs> God, I love when I get poked. I just don't like it live on the show. Hey, guys, it's me, Kevin, the bear from Magic Kingdom. I'll be at House of Mouse Expo 2024. We're going to need a lot of explicit <laughs> warnings on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what I meant to say was, <laughs> we need D. Snyder to come in and defend us. I know. Oh, I got your reference. Wow, I got it. Good. That was good. Oh, sir. <laughs> I'm out of here. Thank you. Have a good night. I'm here till Thursday. Try the veal. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I enjoy the buffet. Peace folks. out. Um, okay. Between us and the people listening, how long is it going to stay packed? Because Not I don't, long. I, no, I watched it when it was on annual pass holder preview and on the last few days, it was dead empty. I walked right. I forgot that it was on AP preview and I just walked in and there was nobody in there. Do you wow. think that it could, uh, um, other than the fact that it's just, you know, it's just all right, but the fact that it's getting colder here in Florida and it's like oh, interactive, like that you can play in the water and all that stuff. Like Yeah, wait till summer. Yeah, yeah summer I think it'll be a bigger draw than right now because it's like quote unquote Florida cold right now. So there'll be more people there than Blizzard Beach. Probably. <laughs> At least Blizzard Beach, they warm the water. True. Unless that's people peeing in the water. And then it could be that well, too. Isn't Blizzard Beach closed still? It's been closed forever. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how you go how all summer with a water park. For like closed. three months and they they preview the frozen stuff oh. in there. Because yes, you it was there. last Christmas. Yes, they did. And then three months later, they closed it again, and it's been closed for nine months again. Spring happened. They closed the water park, and all summer it wasn't open. Well, now, last, time drove, last time I drove by there, there was all semi-trucks in the parking lot. Like yeah. the trailers of like probably 50 wow. or 60 trailers sitting in the parking lot, which That's I'm guessing wild. is Halloween or Christmas decorations. Christmas decorations could be merchandise, could be anything, really. Mm-hmm. But this could definitely be. wasn't for the water park. It's it not could open. be those cookies they give out at the party. Uh, oh. Speaking of cookies, I will mention this. Um, I have a friend who works in the uh, kitchen, um, and they are making gingerbread houses already. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm we ready. Take Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. We, could, we take- could take Kevin the bear there, but he'd probably start eating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd probably eat all the gingerbread. They do feed it to the wild when it's done. When it's like, done. Cool it's thing. stale and six months old. Yeah, well, then maybe Kevin can go in January when it's not used anymore. Just saying. <laughs> hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that I really hate gingerbread cookies. Uh, I prefer honey. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, listen, if you want to just bring me a big old thing of honey, well, maybe Jim Cummings will bring me honey because Jim's going to be there at House of Mouse. Hey, guys, join me at House of Mouse Expo 2024. Bear out. Can you tell that we're paying Kevin in some kind of food for him to keep advertising the House of Mouse Expo? We're going to use extra security for Kevin now. You realize this? I mean, if we have till March, there's going to be a whole Kevin line there. I need to stop playing with this board while we're doing this. So anyway, (laughs) any other news going on? I don't know. Is there? No. It's kind of been a quiet week other than the 100th. So I got nothing really. What do we got going on this coming week? Is there anything, any news going to happen in the next few days? Or anything to look forward to with Disney? Uh, good job, Scott. Thanks. I know we have the Ryan Cabrera thing next week in it. Planet Hollywood. Oh yes, karaoke with Ryan Cabrera next week at Planet Hollywood at Disney Springs. We literally just said how great we love Disney Springs and Planet Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I talked about Paygate. Oh yeah, I missed Paygate. I did. I didn't go to that one. That's okay. But I'm, go- I'm going to Ryan Cabrera's thing though because obviously we were. If you followed any of our social media, you know that all of us went to Joey Fatone and Friends the whole weekend, and Ryan Cabrera was one of the and friends. And he was great. He's just known as and friends. You know who I'm going to see? His and wife. Friends. Alexa, I went to see yeah, you're wife. going to see his wife. Alexa Bliss is a bad butt woman. Like, she can kick people's butt. She's pregnant right now. But she, I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan, which... We can talk about similar mm-hmm. time, but she was in a stable with him. Wrestling. Oh, I did so not realize. He became one of my favorite 
female wrestlers of all time. Doesn't matter if she's female or not. Like she's just a talented wrestler. And uh, yeah, she sat in front of us. I wonder if Ryan Cabrera will bring any friends to the karaoke and friends and friends. So when we were at the, uh, when we were at the concerts, Greg was yelling the whole time and friends and friends. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody else is like, Joey. I'm like, and friends. I love and friends. They kept doing that at the Tampa game. They would go, they would wait for the crowd. So they'd say Tampa and the crowd would go Bay. And I'd be like, who? I just who? go Tampa, who? Yeah. I was kind of being mean. That was great. I'm sure you guys will talk about that we're when good. I'm not here. Okay. Go. Yeah, it was, it was great. So on that note, I think we're good, Michelle. Okay. Thank Sorry you so I don't much. have anything super exciting this week, but maybe next week. Not every week are you going to have the most amazing things, but just having you on here is the most amazing thing. There you go. It's about <laughs> your presence. Being the queen of Disney Stop media. It. Wait, wait, wait. You brought his presents? No, I don't have presents. Oh, of Walt Princess Apparel. Well, you're far too kind. Anyway. Yeah, he had a whole thing. Queen of the tournament, princess of the Disney universe, reporter yeah. extraordinary. Okay, okay, you know what? That stuff is embarrassing. So stop. No. Speaking of that, Fox 35. <laughs> what about it? So you are now reporting for them. 11 o'clock news. Yeah. News, what day is that on? Um, well, it's every night. The 11 o'clock news is every night. I don't have a segment every night. I am the theme park girl for the 11 o'clock news. Um, so they kind of is needed. Like last week, I recorded two segments. That's theme park queen, by the way. Oh, my God. No, it's a theme park reporter. Queen. No. Park park oh, come on. Queen. <laughs> but yes, I do contribute to Fox 35 here in Orlando. 11 o'clock news. And it could get shared out to other Fox affiliates all over. Yeah, they have used it in Tampa for money. Exactly. Michelle's the big wing in this room, Scott. You she is. I, she's going from coast to she's coast to draw. She is. She is. We're nobody. That's why I bring her in to get the ratings up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, forty-two minutes into the show, and we finally get honest. We we wait till she. We, that's why we talk about all our stuff because we'll stay tuned until you get in here. I don't think we, I'm the draw. I, okay, once you leave, we lose all our. If we, how, we watch the numbers, everybody yeah. drops off. Oh, stop we're it. gonna watch till what point they listen oh, to. Goodness, gentlemen, you have to keep listening because you never know what's gonna happen. She might life. come back on. Ooh, she could oh. pop in like Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I could be like Kevin the Bear. <laughs> you, really, you just run in real quick and just like, hey guys, hey guys. <laughs> we need to record some sound bites of her, and then we can just insert them. Oh. I need to do that. Some little drop. All right. All right. Anyway, well, thank you, Michelle, so much. As always, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Atwood. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, thank you for having me. Welcome, foolish mortals. It's the news of the dead. Unfortunately, Scott, this week we have to say goodbye to uh, a TV legend, yes, uh, advertisement legend, mm-hmm. uh, somebody who is uh, was on Disney, ABC she for was. many, many years, step by step. Our our our, chi- our boyhood child, our childhood boyhood, <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, we lost Suzanne Summers. We did, who uh, died at seventy six years old. After a battle with breast cancer for what, 23 years? 23 wow. years. She was a survivor for 23 years. You know what? That's amazing that she and it, dealt with it that long. It was an yeah. aggressive form. It was. They first found it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So she was on Three's Company. Yes. She was on the, t- she was the beginning of TGI Fridays on ABC mm-hmm. with Step by Step, as you just said. Right. 
Patrick was, Duffy and her were the... Oh, it was Patrick Duffy, it wasn't was? it? From Dallas. Oh. Who shot JR? Not Patrick Wait, Duffy. Wait, Patrick Duffy, when he died, he was like, came back and it was a dream, right? I believe that's how it was. That, yeah. Because it was all... like digress because we're talking about stuff. Yeah, we're going way off. We I were like so seven sorry. years old when all that happened. Wow. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was on Dancing with the Stars. Um, and as young men in the 80s and 90s, she was everywhere. Like, and, not, and I'm not trying to be crude or rude or anything. When uh, she was uh, no stranger to controversy, she led equal pay advocacy. Yes, uh, that's that's why, why she. she got, yeah, go ahead. That's why she left Three's Company, though I believe, because they were paying John Ritter more than they were paying her or Joyce DeWitt. One hundred twenty-five thousand an episode at the time. That's a lot of money back. I mean, that's a lot she of was money back. Getting like fifteen or twenty. What? Yeah. How fair? That's and she's absolutely right. It was not fair. It was not time. fair. It was all three of them were the stars of the show. John kind of stepped and became the lead role, but it was really about all three of the roommates. What's the old guy, Mr. Ferguson? Mr. Furley? Furley, Furley. Mr. Fur- but then Mr. there was Mr. Well, wasn't there Mr. Roper was the first one? And then Mr. Furley, who was um, I think right. from Andy Griffith. Al uh, Roper? No, that's Al Roker. Al Roker. That's a news guy. That's Mr. a weather guy. It was not- Mr. and Mrs. Roper who were the, the, nice. the people who lived downstairs from them, but they owned the apartment complex. And then how can you forget the the uh, Regal Beagle, the bar that they always went to with Larry, the car right. salesman. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know way more than I can ever remember. Of TV that. was a babysitter. Yeah. Um, she led women's rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, she showed up in Playboy uh, as, as when she was younger and she, was, she wasn't trying for work, but she just, she had an amazing physique and wanted to show it off. And she, as a woman's rights, she was allowed to. She could do whatever she want. Uh, she did appear a lot on Disney television. She did. Um, the last thing she did for Disney television was in the, uh, I think in 88. No, well, the last thing she did for Disney animation was she was in an episode with Minnie Mouse doing like jazzercise and stuff. Is that because of the thigh master craze? It was in the eighties. Thigh master was on every infomercial. Dude, that thigh master was everywhere. It was. And then they had the knockoff thigh masters. You'd go to stores, you'd see like the $5 version. The five below they had that. And it would like, did you ever try those thigh masters? I did try that because my my grandmother had purchased it off a television and she had it. I did it like one time, never picked it up again. And I'll tell you why. It It sprung into my groin. (laughs) Well, it wasn't meant for men. Well, I wasn't, oh my God. I wasn't trying. Like, it, I, I, I didn't use it properly. Like, apparently you're supposed to have it a certain way. And I, I was like, oh, I'm joking around. And because as a kid of that age, you thought you knew better than yes, the people who created it. I was it. a dumb butt child. Uh, her publicist released, Suzanne Summers passed away peacefully at home in the early mornings of October 15th. Uh, R. Corey Hay said in a statement, she survived an aggressive form of breast cancer for over 23 years. Suzanne, Suzanne was surrounded by her loving husband, Alan, her son, Bruce, and her immediate family. Her family was gathered to celebrate her 77th birthday on October 16th. Instead, they will celebrate her extraordinary life and want to thank her millions of fans and followers who loved her dearly. Uh, A private family bro will take place this week, he said, and a memorial will be held in the next month. Um, Scott? How do I get to have a statement that says my millions of fans? Um, because the, she did. She did. Yeah. She did. After all the years, I mean, Three's Companies was in the 70s. So over those years, her fan base just grew and grew and grew. And then 
Um, Not only that, she was smart with her money. She, she was smart. She, yeah. So. But you know what? Good for her sticking up for herself back then. Um, yeah. Good for her fighting for the women's rights to get equal pay. Yeah. Um, and good. I mean, she had a great life. Sadly, it was cut to an end. Um, I would say short nowadays. 77 is yeah. not. I mean, but again, 76. Yeah. yeah. Well, that also leads us to Scott. Welcome, foolish mortals. It's the news of the dead. Not just one this week, but we lost another one. And I brought this we one did. up because you, uh, you are a huge Marvel Just fan. a little bit. Uh, comic books and movies yes. and everything in between. I love uh, the comics. I'm, I'm a big X-Men fan. I'm a big Marvel okay. fan. Uh, but we lost Keith Griffin. Yep. The creator of Rocket Raccoon from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, we don't have the Guardians of the Galaxy. We don't have Rocket. Like, there's a few other... Uh, he did DC's Lobo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he also did uh, Jamie Ray's. Yeah. Like, he did some major names and, in the cartoon. And even if you don't know the comics, Rocket was the, the prime character of Guardians 3. It's Rocket Raccoon, people. Yeah, it's, it's Rocket was... Um, I know in the first movie, oh, Rocket, he's so cute, and he's kind of mean and stuff like that, but they really got to see oh. the last movie about Rocket's creation, and that goes back to Keith and his creation of the character because they tried to stay very true to how these characters were created. Yeah, so two big losses this week, and mm-hmm. uh, we are sad about that. But that brings us up to Scott's... What the fuck, Disney? And we mean that in the nicest way. It is Greg's favorite segment of the week. It really is. And it's, I never am trashing what Disney does, but what I'm saying is some of the Disney stuff could be done a little smarter once in a while, especially in this day and age. So this week, Scott, on what the deuce Disney, Disney, you just made probably one of the most magical and emotional shorts. Mm Mm-hmm. In nine minutes, you had us laughing and crying. You created this wonderful piece of media in Once Upon a Studio. But here's the issue I have, Scott. Everything that Disney does should be that good. It should be. And that was Walt wanted it to be that way. You are the Walt Disney Company. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have billions of dollars and a fan base that is with you for life. They grew up with you. They are going to be Disney fans, no matter what you Mm -hmm. do. We shouldn't get a piece of art only one time every few years like this. This should be the standard for what Disney does. And what I'm trying to say is uh, it was special. This is what I want to ask you. Was this special because Everything else has been just average and just a better than average lately. Or is this a once in a lifetime art piece and we should just be grateful? Yeah, I think it, I think most likely it's considered so special because of that, because you hear that a lot lately, like Disney, the rides or the attractions, the Moana thing. A lot of people don't like it. They're like, we waited all this time for a walk through water attraction, not even a ride, not even anything like that. And I think we've come to accept, oh, look at what Disney did. It's beautiful. They did this. Like, but when you really break it down to what it is. So this piece of art is an amazing piece of art. I've seen, I haven't really looked at it. I've seen clips of it. I've seen yeah. pictures of it, but I haven't really looked at it like you did to identify the characters in it. And it's an amazing. And you see the different types of animation throughout the picture along yes. with real 
the real world background and such. Yeah. So it is amazing. The short was amazing the way they put that together. Um, but that is what Walt wanted. He wanted his company to be the, the top. He didn't want to be anybody beating what he was doing. And that's right. why he strove to be the number one. He always uh, did. He and had. I go back to uh, Pixar's Lightyear. Yes. While I enjoyed Pixar's Lightyear, I loved the message. I loved it. But I sat there watching it and go, this is an average movie. Right. Like, and I, I'm not saying anything negative about it. The messaging I thought was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Just it wasn't anything special. Like it wasn't anything that made me go, oh my gosh, you need to go watch this right, right. now. Was it good? Absolutely. It's Disney. Disney will do good. But when Toy Story came out, you were telling everybody, you have to go see this. Blown away. This film is amazing. It's going to blow you away. And I think that's happened over the years is that we had so much of the, the Pixar universe. The yeah. Pixar first 20 movies, everybody was like, oh my gosh, everyone gets better. And then it kind of like got to a certain level and it didn't get better than what it was before. You know, the Pixar films kept getting better and better. The animation got better. Yeah. And then it kind of got to a point where it was like, okay, we're going to make our money. We don't really have to worry about getting going to the next level yeah. of animation. Well, without getting too deep in the rabbit hole, because I have a second. What the fuck, Disney? Why would you decorate Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland, Scott, mm -hmm. with these beautiful purple and platinum banners? Right. We saw and thought it was absolutely stunning. That purple, that platinum, the banners up it looks there. looks good made it special and this is for the disney 100th anniversary and walt's original part correct and this should be something a hundred years the walt disney company mm -hmm. the actual 100th anniversary on this recording right. was yesterday right we're recording on the 17th right it the, came 16th. the 16th was the actual 100th anniversary. Yep. So that means for the next year, you're celebrating the 100th anniversary, technically speaking. Which should be because you did the 50th at Walt Disney World for the year, actually 18 months after. Yeah. Why? Why? And this is a WTF Disney. Would you take all the decorations down off of Sleeping Beauty Castle the day before your 100th anniversary and leave it blank? Yeah, it makes no sense that you would go back to what... Why did you ever decorate it at all then? It was great. Yeah. It's the hundred. Uh, this I, is what upsets me. Like I, it riles me up. This is why I do what the deuce Disney is mm -hmm. because it's it, these decisions. I look, they don't have to answer to us. They don't no. have to answer to anybody, but these are questions that we should be able as, as, as media fans. and as fans should be able to question. And we should be able to go to Disney. Like, listen, they have us out to a lot of media events. We should be able to ask hard hitting questions yeah. once in a while. I'm not saying we're a Peter Jennings. No, but we should, as we're the ones that are, we are the Peter Jennings though, in the Disney community, the different news media sites that we're friends with a lot of these people. Yeah. And we're the ones that the fans are looking at because frankly, we put out more news than Disney does. And we let them off the hook really quick on stuff. We because did. we are also awed to be in the room and we're happy to be in the room. We're excited to be in the room, but it's just like, why would you do this to the fan base that how many people didn't even realize the 100th anniversary was coming up? Not only that, but how many people went to Walt Disney World yesterday thinking that there was going to be something magical that happened in the park yeah. and there was nothing crickets. Yeah. I mean, the 50th, we celebrated that the whole for 18 months. Yeah. 
we celebrated Epcot came up with theirs. We celebrated their was We're 40 years. We're still doing 40 years and that should have been over on the, oh no, it is over. Yeah, yeah it is over now, but it still <laughs> lasted for a year once yeah. it started. It didn't celebrate for a year before. Yeah. It started once it started, then you had the year long celebration. So why didn't we get a year long celebration in Disneyland, Walt's Park he walked through, Walt's Castle that he saw the completion of. Yep. And then it was just kind of over. I, I just, hopefully there's something mind. coming, but you think they would have had it set to come to start on the day instead of wait. I know Christmas is coming. I know they have all the decorations for all that. Yeah. Maybe the, I, they might be doing the Christmas parade taping in Disneyland this oh, year. And oh, that see, could be why. There could be a logical thing to but it. You could have left those. Dec- we had the decorations here for Christmas last year. We had yeah. the decorations for our 50th yeah. in and- Walt Disney World, and they still did our Christmas parade yep. taping. They still did all our Christmas stuff on top of that. So there's no reason why it really had to come down unless something spectacular is going to take the place of it. Yeah. Scott, I think we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we are going to come back and I'm going to talk to you a lot about Marvel. We're going to actually take a break from uh, doing one thing and we're going to reschedule a few things because we have talked an awful lot already today. So we'll be right back, folks. Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary fan event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. And we're back as Scott and I were talking off the air. Sorry. I'm leaving that in, Scott. Look, this Are is you? how excited we get. Yeah, of course, man. Okay. We, we, oh, what, we're not allowed to talk off the air. We got to be professional. We're supposed to be professional, but uh, we're not. I am so sorry. Kevin's not professional. No, man. Kevin. Kevin's just a good guy. I just, I just, I love Scott. I love being at the Magic Kingdom because I am the bear from the Magic Kingdom. Hey, guys, remember I'm House of Mouse Expo 2024. <laughs> That bear is weird, man. But actually, there's another Kevin that kind of goes with our next segment. Oh, Kevin. My father took me into the city to see the black parade. You know how many people are listening going, what is that song that... It's the Black Parade by... Emo Emu. Yeah. Andrew the Emo Emu. I tried to do Fall Out Boy earlier, but I... I if I do Fallout Boy, it'll be really loud, and your neighbors will be there. and everybody's gonna fall out. Boy, boy, yeah, boy. Wait, that's a whole different genre. Base. How low can you go, Jethro? What a brother! No, what's again that? Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know where that came you from. Just went off on a tangent. Just went off on a tangent. That's my life, Scott. Like, please excuse I, Greg. When I finally sit down and have a real conversation. You know what I mean? Like we're following a script. And Trying to. we have to follow a script because if I don't, we'll be a seven I hour am, show. I am literally dug. I'm like a squirrel and back. 
And it would be a seven hour show every it week. It really would. It would never end. And that's okay. But you know what? There might be something to that because people could download it and listen to it every day on the way to and from work. So we record all seven days. <laughs> we do seven, five parts a week. That's so great. Just I love put it on play and go. Yeah. Uh, listen, so uh, we're back. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We really appreciate everybody out there listening. Definitely. Thank Please you. make sure you subscribe, download the episode, whatever you have to do to get this out to people. Uh, you'll see it on Facebook. Like the Facebook page. We have a new. We have a Facebook page now for the live podcast show. So if you just yeah. look that up on Facebook, you will see it with our little logo there. And episodes are going to be uploaded to that. And uh, so here, let's talk about this, my friend. So. In honor of New York City Comic Con, I wanted to have a little fun today. Um, Scott, we're going to talk Marvel for a few minutes. So Marvel okay. fans, this is going to be for you. And even those who do not know Marvel, this is really going to be for you That's because really this is gr such a great idea. Uh, so do we have any big news uh, out of New York Comic Con this year? I didn't hear anything that was like... Because of the actor strike and all that, I don't think we're right. We're not getting about shows. So yeah, I didn't really get anything. We should that have was gotten major. stuff about Thunderbolts. We should have, should got have gotten something. Daredevil. Some uh, press releases and nothing came out of there. I mean, obviously we weren't yeah. there. There might have been little. Why stuff weren't we there? there? Money. <laughs> <laughs> we would get invites. It just costs money to fly. Still got to fly there. Still got to find a hotel to stay at. Yeah, so um, it's it expensive. So. Could have had some pizza, though. I, this is what I want to do. I want to ask you uh, to help people out. Uh, look, we can be helpful to some people. But for those people, especially nowadays, there's so much Marvel for us to consume. Right. I wanted to go to you and a Marvel aficionado and an expert. Like, I may put Michelle as the queen of Disney news, but you understand and know Marvel more than anybody else I know. Thank so I what try. I need to know is I want you to guide us through the top five most important Marvel movies or TV shows people have to watch. Okay. So folks listening, uh, this is me putting Scott on the hot seat here, which uh, you can figure out. It's, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen a lot here, Scott. I am just literally going to throw you under the bus any day of the week. But since it's Marvel, I figured it. And then after we're done this first bit, so I need the top five movies or shows that people should get, see. Should see. That'll get them into Marvel. They'll, they'll, it gets them in a, a learning curve. And then I want your top five Marvel characters. My personal top five. Your person. And why is Howard the Duck not on the list? How do you know he's not on the list? He could be. He could be. All right. So, Scott. He's not, but he could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's stuck looking at Play Duck. Uh, anyway, I, give, me, give the people out there. Uh, an idea of the top five shows or movies that they should watch for Marvel. Okay. Well, before we do any of that, I do want to say that without Kevin Feige, who is another Kevin, not Kevin the bear, Kevin the Feige. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love Kevin Feige. Anybody named Kevin that bird? I love that bird from Animal Kingdom. I just want to hug him and uh, snack on him a little bit. <laughs> That was weird. That was really weird. So Kevin Feige is... <laughs> the bear needs to go away a little bit today. Bye, Kevin. Kevin's not coming back the rest of the episode. Not this episode. Nope. Next time. We'll bring him back next week. All right. Go ahead. Kevin Feige. So Kevin Feige is the mastermind behind the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He is the one that brought those films, the TV shows, the comic book crossovers that come into the films. Right. He... I would love to be in his office and see how he blackboards all this and brings it all together so you can actually see 
how it's going to all play together, how this character is going to come into this film. And then you're going to get a movie more about that character in depth. It's going to be amazing. But none of this would be even possible without Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, and all the amazing illustrators right, right, and so comic Stan book writers. Lee, we'll, we'll give, because we're talking down, not talking down to people, but trying to talk people up. Stanley, obviously the creator of Fantastic Four. So much. Stan was uh, such an integral part in all this. Characters he it developed was. and storylines. Uh, the Spider-Man. Spider-Man was his and Steve Ditko came up with that. And if you want to watch something great um, on Disney Plus, there's a great documentary about Stanley. There's another one on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, just phenomenal. You get to really learn about the backstory. Because okay. I don't want to go into all that. It's a yeah, lot yeah. of detail. But I do want to get just so people... We'll yeah, start knowing these names, Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby, the man could draw fast and amazing. And it would be Stan would come to Jack and they'd have a talk and they'd be like, okay, this is what Stan would be like, this is what I see. And Jack would draw it all really quick and bring these characters to life on the pages. And then now we have that they're brought to life right on the big screen or the on the t- television screen. And it's just, it's amazing what they did. And I, I mean, you see in my office, Stan Lee is pointed out here a few times. Along with Captain America, he, uh, uh, yeah, Stan Lee is literally over the doorway. You know how in the '60s there was like Jesus, Martin Luther King, and John Kennedy. Like those were the three pictures yes. you had in the house, and they all kind of, kind of were in the same level. Right. Uh, in here, Scott, it's uh, Stan Lee, Captain America. And Captain America. It, he gets that, it twice because he's two different characters. That's really, it really is yeah, that way though. I mean, really but like is. the picture over there was Stan Lee and that was the day yeah. he passed that that was drawn. Oh. And it just, actually the day he died, um, I bawled. Yeah. I did. I cried like a little baby because to me, Stan Lee was, he created something I loved. Um, and, and not to go off on a tangent, there was something Which I created. Which we have. <laughs> years ago though, I created my Mount Rushmore. Right. Everybody has their version of the top people. My Mount Rushmore was comprised of Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. George Lucas, Steve Jobs, Walt Disney. Yeah, I would. That's a great, that seriously is one of the, that's a great list. And you could go by, and one day in the future, we're going to go back to this, Scott, because that's Mm -hmm. a great idea to talk about the five biggest influences Mm -hmm. or your people that you would put on the top five or something. So yeah. And if you think about mine, all of them are under the Disney umbrella now. Steve Jobs with Pixar became under No, he's under the ground. Sadly, <laughs> died way too young, but just proves no. Yeah, man, I almost lost it when Steve passed away. It was, it was so tragic, and I cried. Of course, I cry every day. Yes, <laughs> Andrew the emo emu. He just keeps popping up. Sadly, cries. So, okay, let's get back though, because I know right. we're getting way on time. Way here. out of time. But we're going to do so. My five top yeah. things you need to watch in the MCU. Okay, that's obviously what we're talking. Not about, with yeah. comics, because if we want to go down the comic route, we will be here for literally days. Yeah, we will. Days. Talk, we will do one day when uh, maybe at House of Mouse Expo, we will do a special. We could talk about comics. We can do a geek news like the we whole could. thing. Yeah, let's do that. Talk right. about that's that's on the agenda now. That wow. and Kevin the Bear. <laughs> We're gonna have so, to find a bear. So, do you want me to do the top movie, top thing you need to watch first, and then work my way down, or do you want me to go from the? I, I think I have to start at the first one, the one yeah. you have to do if you're not gonna do anything yeah, yeah, yeah. else. Let's to do start it. at the. You have to watch this. You, if there is no other choice, this is the movie that's going to hopefully bring you into the MCU universe and make you a fan. Iron Man, the first Iron Man. Tony Stark, first time he came on screen, 
Um, you see John Favreau did an excellent job of creating that film. He was in the film as well. He played um, Happy Hogan, who is Tony Stark's chauffeur, security, yes. everything for that, him. Yeah. Um, and by the way, this isn't my list, but I would have to agree with you 100% on that. That's the one that, did, that's the one that created the Marvel Cinematic Universe that got people to keep going to the theater and go, what are they going to do next? It changed comic book crossover movies. You really? know what I'm saying? Before that, we had The Punisher, which Ghost Rider. Yes. They, like they technically they were okay and they kind of showed off the cup, but they were yeah. just movies. They were. And they were a lot of them. I mean, Blade, I knew, did a few films, but most of them were one time film. Right. And that, Howard the Duck was one. It was a one time film they did back in the 80s. And that was it. They never yeah. expanded Whereas on it. Iron Man was the start. Of something. It was the and start. There was something special. That, it was like, and I'm going to put this out there. Uh, the first Harry Potter. Yes. Like that blew everybody's mind. Yep. And then everything subsequent to that was lesser because of how good that was. Right. Iron Man, I absolutely agree, is that movie. You start there and then. That will get you to see what else they're going to present. Yeah. And it will. So the next one was The Incredible Hulk, which good film, but not one of those ones I think you have to see to understand the Marvel universe. Right. One, the next one I would say, and this is not because I'm a Captain America fan, but the Captain America, the first Avenger kind of starts to paint the picture of how some of this stuff gets connected. Yeah. Um, because you see how Howard Stark, Tony's father. Okay. Worked with Steve Rogers to help create the shield, help right. create shield. Now the company. for those who are just listening and wanting to get into the MCU, mm -hmm. uh, I, I keep going back to that because I want to explain it to people. Right. Uh, we will, and you will understand what S.H.I.E.L.D. is, and you'll understand what these organizations are by following along to this list. Yeah, yeah, so, it, it's going to give you a, a good overview, right. and hopefully will intrigue you to want to watch what's in between these films. Right. Okay. Or in these shows, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's not on my list, but it's one of those shows that if you have time to go back and watch, I think it was seven seasons of that show, it's something that you need to, you need to learn. So we're at Iron Man is number one. Iron Man's number one. Um, Captain America, the first Avenger, I would say is, is a must. If you can, all the Captain America films are a must. Um, but I would say definitely starting off with the first Avenger, cause it gives you a lot of the backstory of the, the universe. Uh, perfect choice for everybody. Okay. Following that number three, my friend of getting people into the MCU. <laughs> number three is one that I really had to sit there and I, I thought about this one a lot, but Avengers, the 2012 Avengers movie, um, just it, it brings it brings our heroes together. It brings Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk, Black Widow, and Hawkeye together to fight Loki. Which now, without any spoilers, mm -hmm. who cares about spoilers? Um, when everything, I I think that's probably one of the most beautiful shot superhero poses. And when they oh, all finally get together and are working together and are a team and you go in the circle the there Avengers. you see the circle of and the yep. camera work like whoever the cameraman was on that it's it's a well done piece of artwork because it of is. that stuff so it i is. know a lot of people are like oh it's just a superhero no it's so much more than that it really is the in-depth of how how they took these characters and they gave them each a story they explained each of their stories in sub in films before that and then they brought them all together to fight the villain which ironically if you want to go back to the comics loki was the first character that the avengers teamed up together to fight against so it was fitting that the first avengers movie loki was also the bad guy which yeah. by the way people 
the first Avengers came out in what year? Do you remember? The comic or the movie? No, the movie. 2012. So 2012, the new Loki show is out on Disney Plus. It's 2023, the end of 2023. Mm-hmm. And there's still a joke about the original Avengers. Yep. Like, it's amazing. Like, that's how well put together the MCU is. And they pulled these fans in. And I know we talk a lot of times about Star Wars fans are so dedicated to the films and how they... The Marvel, yeah. Marvel did the exact same thing. They've just done a lot more films in a shorter period. Marvel also did a better job in the past few, uh, up until the last two years. Yeah. The Marvel last, was doing a phenomenal job with so, it. So, and that's one thing I should mention. There was something called the Infinity Saga, which was all these first, what, 26, 27 movies yeah. that came out that were all tied together that all had... they. That's the only thing you have to know about the Marvel films is they are all intertwined. There's characters that cross over in every film. So you really got to stay ahead of what's going on. You really got to pay attention. You, if you miss one movie, don't yeah. see the next one until you've caught up because it <laughs> could really throw you off if you're an in-depth fan yeah, like yeah, I am. But you can follow along this way. So number four, so, my friend. Number four is one movie that was actually split into two films. So I'm putting it at number four, and that would be in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Um, That's cheating. But those movies were, they kind of did go together. They were connected. Yeah, I guess. So there was a year you in between the releases. We're going to pass on that. He cheated, but we're going to let him go because it's Scott. We, I appreciate it was, that. It was, it was too hard to split it up because which I one know, do I pick? I, I agree with you. you know? you're, you're, you're talking to the converted man. Okay, I'm okay. With you. <laughs> and then what was really hard was the fifth movie came up and I'm like, okay, well, what movie would be a good one to kind of right. give them a little bit of backstory? I chose Doctor Strange. And yes, it was before the Endgame and Infinity War, but it kind of gives you a lot of the backstory of, it explains the Infinity Stones, how they were created. Um, Wong did a great explanation in that film of how that was done. Um, it, it paints a lot of the backstory of how a lot of this stuff came together. So that's why I really like that. It was between that one and Ant-Man, the original Ant-Man, um, with Paul Rudd and... Um, oh gosh, what Speaking was, of that, where's the book? the book? It was right up there. Where's the where's the, oh, oh no. I just dropped oh, all my he pops. just dropped all his oh no Scott on my the floor. Scott Lang, look out for the little guy. And look what fell. Oh no, this is an incredible story of an ex-con turned world saving suit. Wow, wait, you wait, know wait, what wait. those? Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. And look out for the little guy. Scott Lang shares with the world of. Uh, abrasingly honest account of his struggles and, and triumphs from, from serving time to, to being a divorced dad. God, that's got to be so hard, man, just being divorced. Wow. So that's just another photo <laughs> of the MCU. So in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so I'm going to recap for everybody. So Scott's list of the top five movies that you have to listen to or watch, listen to, you have to watch to get into the MCU. And I hope people out there get this. And, uh, and Scott will take any emails and uh, we'll talk about this more in future episodes. But um, Iron Man is your number one. Number one. You ha- if you're not going to see anything else, sit down and watch Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, Captain America, obviously. Yes. Um, Avengers. Uh, what's the first? 2012 Avengers. That's a, a okay. dub Avengers. And uh, uh, Scott cheated and added the whole Infinity War saga. Infinity War and Endgame yeah. together. Yeah. Oh. So and you then, see the characters disappear from the snap, which you'll learn about, and then they come back to fight the 
bad guy. And then, of course, Doctor Strange, which Doctor Strange leads a lot in the next phase of things. It does. I think next time we talk about Marvel, let's talk about phases okay. and what people can do because we're going to help people get mm-hmm. into the MCU. Like, I would love that, yeah. This, like, I, we may make jokes and all this other stuff. Again, we love Disney and we love what's going on out there and entertainment and we love pop culture. What bigger thing out there than is Marvel right. and what's going on? And especially you're intelligent with it where it's, I'm like, hey. No, it's, it's to me when, when Disney started releasing the Marvel films and Marvel Studios really became a huge thing. Being the mainstream mouse, we had a lot of fans reaching out and they're like, I don't understand what this is. I don't understand how this relates. When yeah. WandaVision came on Disney Plus, it really threw all our, because they're like, they went from watching these films. Now they're watching a six part series that's going to be spread out over these weeks. And what does it mean? What, why, what is this leading up to? Same with Loki, Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, secret invasion, secret invasion that we, ha- I mean, there's been all these films and people don't know how to put it all together and what it means. So you really have to look at it from the broader scope of what it all means. The Eternals right. that threw everybody for a loop. Oh, I love the Eternals. I love the Eternals too. And a lot of people didn't like right. it, but they'd have to understand it. it's a setup movie. It was a setup movie to introduce right. these characters because you're introducing seven, eight, nine, ten characters and they can't spend an hour on each one of them. Yeah. So, All right, Scott. Well, thank you so much for that. But now yes. I need real quick before we end the show, because yes. we got to get out of here. Yes. Sorry, uh, sorry. Your top five characters. Just throw out your top five. Well, number I, one is no I'm going to judge you on this whole thing. I'm sure I'm you are literally going to judge. But Go I'm ahead. guessing number one you're going to know is Captain America. No. Yes. Wow. Steve Rogers, Captain America. I don't have a problem with Sam Wilson at all. Not saying anything about him, but Steve Rogers, Captain America, that's the one what I grew up in. society we live in? We have to say something before that. Aside. We do. And it, I love Captain America. And uh, to me, I, I will take Steve Rogers as it. And Sam, I think, is such a phenomenal one. But Sam's character of Captain America is a different outlook. Different, And we what, haven't seen it yet on screen, yeah. really. We've seen a little bit on the Falcon and Winter Soldier right. um, show on Disney+. Plus. But we're going to see his movie coming out. I think it's 2024, is it? Yeah. So we'll get to see more of how he's going to embrace the character. I think he's going to do a phenomenal job. And I, I have no problem with it at all. I think he's, he's going to play the character. He was Falcon. He was fantastic. So I'm excited to see him as Captain America. But I will miss Steve Rogers. And at that scene at the end of Endgame, when Steve passes the shield Dude, to Sam. It's spoiler, man. Sorry, I didn't mean wow. to ruin it. But you I had to bring it. Re- hey, this is a whole different list. This is a whole different list. Womp womp. I- <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. All right, give me number two. My number two is Tony Stark, Iron Man. Yeah, I. I mean, okay. just I, I love the way Robert Downey Jr. brought that character to life. What a jerk. <laughs> just what a jerk. I hated Iron Man too. But you know what? You learned. So you see him in the first movie, arrogant, very cocky, yeah. very all about himself. And by the end, you see about how he cares about everybody else in the world. I, I don't uh, mind a flawed character. And that's one thing the MCU brings is there is flawed characters. And that's what made Marvel different than DC is that Stanley wanted characters that people could actually relate to. He yeah. wanted them to have, yes, they have the superhero persona, but Peter Parker going to school is still talking about the girl that he has a crush on and he wants to yeah. ask her out and he's shy and he doesn't want to do it. So you could relate to the characters when they're in their. Plus his uncle died in that. His uncle died. It was so sad. My father passed away years ago. Just uh, bad. Go Why ahead. didn't I get a good backstory, Scott? You want me to write you one? I, I could. Do. I'll work on that for next I think, week. I think I have a good backstory. I just need to do something with it. We'll figure it out. All right. Number three. Number three, Bruce Banner, the Hulk. My mic. Your mic my just mic took just off. My mic just went really limp. 
<laughs> Not saying a word. So Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. <laughs> the Hulk. So the Hulk, just the man, um, a lot of people don't realize, but the Hulk was actually, they were trying to recreate the super serum that turned Captain Steve Rogers into Captain America. So when they ah. created the Hulk, it was something similar. The Hulk was created. And just the the power and the anger. What but a Bruce, great character in, uh, I want to say, Thor. Uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Oh, when he was, yeah, when he yeah. was, uh, and I, I hope Planet Hulk becomes a movie one day because yeah. that's a whole series that I think would be phenomenal and I hope they do bring it to the film. Number four was a really hard one and I had to throw this one up in the air. I chose Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. Um, we've seen what Wanda went through. Right. Age of Ultron. You've seen um, her brother, gets her twin brother gets killed in the film. Whoa, whoa. whoa I, that wasn't on my list. Whoa. So I can talk, it wasn't on my list. Oh, I can talk about that one. Oh, this guy giving things away. Um, it's 10 years old. <laughs> but anyway, no, Wanda, um, just such, such a powerful character. Yeah. One of the most powerful heroes in the Marvel universe. And just how she, in WandaVision, um, you saw where she went in her head. She was just, this Doctor Strange showed the Scarlet Witch and how much power Talk this woman emo. had. Yeah. Dude, she went emo. She, she really she did. She was like, That was her. That's her. Right Definitely. There. Wow, man. Just be a, he's a Fallout Boy fan. Dude, she is an emo. She is an emo emo. And if you don't like it, she'll. <laughs> she'll she will yeah. crush you. Oh, she, um, she'll whoop everybody's butt. She is a uh, psychotic dude. And my last one, are yes. you ready for this number one? Number five. I'm ready for number five. Are you sure? Because I don't think no. it's going to go where you think it's going to go with this one. Uh, okay. Nick Fury. Yeah, I can see. No. He orchestrated all this. Yeah. I mean, and that's. Shield everything. Shield everything. You go back, you read the backstory. Samuel Jackson. What a great portrayal. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That man, the way he played the role, he just, he became Nick Fury. Yeah. And um, he showed how Nick just wanted to help the world. Yeah. I mean, really, he wanted to save the world from things that could happen yeah. that were out of our control. And speaking of Nick Fury, we're going to see a whole lot more of him in the Marvels. That yes. comes out the, uh, in November. In November. They just dropped a brand new trailer. Yes. They dropped some brand new posters. So uh, a lot of exciting news coming out of Marvel. We got a lot coming up, a lot more new TV shows. Mm -hmm. um, on that note, Scott, though, we need to get the heck off the air, here. man. We, uh, we have talked for a long time. People are sick of hearing us. And so, you have a game to watch in a little bit. Uh, yes, I have a game to watch in 20 minutes. So give me, um, what do you got going on? Oh, I want to talk House of Mouse. House of Mouse, real quick. Yeah. Um, today we announced a new guest Ooh. that will be coming. Martin Kleba. If you've seen the Pirates films. I have. Marty the Pirate is right. coming to our show. So Marty will be there. He was supposed to be there last year. He had to cancel because of filming. Um, at the last minute, honestly. So we have Caitlin Robrock from uh, who's Minnie Mouse. Yes. Jason Marsden is going to kind of be like the hype man around hype there. Hype man walking Jim around. Jim Cummings. Yes. And now Martin Kleba. Martin Kleba yes. from Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. He's also rumored to be in the new Snow White movie as oh. as Grumpy. Oh. So we will see about that. I believe he is working Snow on White it. Snow White and the Seven Magical Forest. Whatever they're calling it. Okay. He, he will be at the House of Mouse Expo. i a joke in there. I don't even know where I was going to go with that. But uh, that's awesome. House of Mouse Expo, March 2nd and 3rd, 2024. Tickets now on sale. Yes. You just announced VIP party. Yes. VIP party came out. It's going to be like a 90s throwback party. So we're going to really 
um, go with uh, Jason and yep. Max Goof and the Goofy movie type uh, thing that they did with the film. So we're going to kind of do something similar to that, but we're hoping to have some can entertainment. How to lead the dance. You can lead the dance. Just like get Max Goof going down Main Street. We'll get Jason day. to help you and you, the two yeah, of you can I'm lead not, it together. I'm not. Jason will. Jason, Jason, will. Jason will have fun with it. Jason's so. an amazing person. He a really great is. character and stuff. So yeah, that's it for everything this week, folks. I would just want to reiterate, you can get Scott at the Lost Princess Apparel, which you just dropped your Christmas like Yes, we just dropped Christmas. Uh, the Main Street Mouse, obviously, to get all your Disney news. Yes. You can get you at uh, houseofmouseexpo.com. Which is where I'm going to be solid for the next yeah. few months. Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. You can get me at the Fanatics blog, yes. as always, on all social medias. Go to the Facebook. Give me a like. Check it out. Yep. Greg's still growing that Facebook. Get over there. Give him some likes. I am growing as we speak, Scott. You know why. <laughs> you got nothing, do you? you I, I can't go, comment I on that. Wasn't one. Even go I don't that trust way. you. When you give me oh that my. look, I don't know which way you're going. I'm not going to say what you Ladies want me to say. Gentlemen, that'll do for another episode of the live podcast show. On that note, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. End of line.